Hello, hello, how's everybody doing out there? YDBT Daily, you must excuse me, I am under the weather. Um, mostly allergies, I don't know what happened. I just had just tremendous allergies pretty much for like two months. Um, no idea why. Uh, it's just been a really, really terrible summer for allergies. Maybe the weather, maybe the humidity, I don't know. But typically, I don't just sneeze for days on end. So it's been real tough today specifically. Try to take something, but it's not helping. <clears throat> so excuse the low energy uh, more nasally than normal <laughs> voice. So you're just going to have to deal with it. So today, what I want to talk about is Ford laying a trap when it comes to the twin throttle body, twin cold air intake Mustang. Now, I'm going to get into, again, theory. Um, and again, emission stuff. I know some of you guys either love that kind of technical talk. Some of you hate it and want me to just talk shit on cars that have no doors. Like, please do me a favor, guys. Stop sending me stuff on Instagram with cars with no doors. I'm not going to do a whole segment on it because I don't care about that stuff. People are stupid. Let them do <clears throat> stupid things. So we'll talk a little bit about is Ford laying a trap for you on the tuning front. Just theorize and we'll go off a kilter uh, on that stuff. I also have shirts. That's right. Race Motive was nice enough to send down like 15 shirts. So what I'll do is I'll give a couple away every single time we do a show. Most of them are extra large. One of them, this one, is literally a bed sheet. It's double XL. It is massive. But I Race Motive was nice enough to send some down. But as always, we want to have Mr. Bill O'Reilly kick it off for us, as always. <clears throat> we'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live fucking thing sucks that's right it does suck you tell them we got two auto solution two auto solution in the house rami zaidan getting getting after it you know what i like that rami zaidan does down there he keeps that dyno rolling all the time that thing is constantly rolling making him money great great way to um utilize that piece of equipment race motive again giving away shirts today appreciate you guys they have a race coming up race motive check them out on instagram check them out everywhere i don't know if they have a website who knows once one to go fast went away i never heard about half mile events anymore but race motive seems to have something good going on do you have performance you performance.com i'm wearing their hat there you go uh, online parts house for innovations forge star wheels weld bellax i don't know about bellax um you know any part cold air intake you want to get for any car any vehicle Hit up DNA High Performance. Kong Performance, KongPerformance.com, Kong Performance, LT, LS, lids, porting, whipple, throttle bodies, cold airs, you name it, LS, LT, Hellcat, Trackhawk stuff. He does it all. Parts Farm, PartsFarm.com. They're giving away, I'm sorry, they're um, taking apart a three valve that had a GT500 swap in it. I thought that was really interesting. Check them out, PartsFarm.com, PartsFarm on Facebook. Ultimate Header, UltimateHeader.com, Ultimate Header on Instagram, Ultimate Header. PMAS, Nick James, PMAS, selling cold airs, couplers, belt mouths, you name it. And finally, Calumer Transmission, CalumerTransmission.com. Calumer currently has a T56 Magnum XL kit, exactly like the one that is in my car, for $11,000. That means a face-plated first through fourth, Fifth and sixth are synchronized, so you can do still do streetcar stuff. Bell housing, you name it, it's got it exactly like mine. So 
Check them out if you need a T56 Magnum XL ready to go with a GeForce gear set tonight. No waiting. He's got one available. Let's say hi to the people here. Then we'll struggle on, on the show and get after it. 2000 MCR, Andy Ali, Monty540, Maki, Sup Peeps says, Maki Mox says, Sup Peeps, JD Swag, one of the mods, D Rock Fox, Titan Uranus, Brighton Wit, one of the other mods. How you doing, brother? Joe Swish, Travis Paul Ponthew, TJ Sikorsky, Mendoza's Coyote, Izzy R, Jared Wells. Jared Wells, stop beating on your car, dude. Just drive your car like a normal person. He's not just beating the shit out of him and then complaining that everything's breaking. Just drive it like a normal person, dude. RoboStyle, Ray Ray, SK Jeff, another mod. Thank you for being on. Freedom Rider, Redbird, B Harper, Chris Rolls, Agent Orange, Agent Orange again, TJ Skorsky, D Rock Fox, Elva Galarga, Kenny G, Django, NetGew, Cornfed, Nitrogen Buys, Plies, 1080, Riley, Pacho, John Bascour, Matt Class, Zach B, 690 West, uh, John Cena, Half Boltron, Celine, FLKA for Life, Candice Lupus, Second Shift Race. What's up, Second Shift? I saw you in there defending the Cobra stuff. That was interesting. I, I, I mean, my social media manager just picks clips, and I'm like, ah, do that one. I don't care. And then it, like, explodes on Instagram. Good stuff. Angel Puerto Rico, It's Oman, Cortese, Angel Puerto Rico again. I smell butter. Santa gotta go fast. EPA in the house. Christian Duran, Nat Jew, Evil, Twin, GT350, have bolted on EPA. So, oh, my God. DPA. Kior, Brandon, Walter Hoffman, FLKA, Osman Condi, Sito, and all the usual suspects. Okay. Today, Ford announced the Dark Horse are a race only variant of the s650 dollars. i appreciate you ford because all of us have been waiting for that haven't you been waiting for a hundred and forty five thousand dollar car that you race at a track only and is not street legal aren't you aren't you just you know, you know what I was waiting for? I, I was waiting for a road race version of the S650 Dark Horse that I can't drive on the street. Yep, that's what I've been waiting for. You stupid ass son of a bitch. You're such a clown. I, I think I, I got rid of the take that Elon Musk thing. I got rid of it. It's so retarded. But whatever. I digress. Okay. Is Ford laying a trap? Now let's just talk here. Because this channel has been pretty damn good at giving you a peek into the future. I, I've been wrong on a lot of things, but when it comes to some of the stuff that I speak on, I speak on it based on experience and some inside information. But when you look at the GT and the Dark Horse engine configuration, why does it have two throttle bodies? Why does it have two cold air intakes? Why does it have two mass airflow sensors and a map sensor, M-A-P? A F-150 has a speed density calibration. So you don't, it doesn't matter what cold air is on the throttle body. The fuel control, what di dictates the fueling is the map sensor on F-150s. So when we saw a map sensor supposedly go on the new GT twin throttle body situation and dark horse, we thought, okay, there's no need for a math sensor. But then we get some schematics and some cutouts and some uh, data that tells us that there are two math sensors and two math straighteners, honeycomb carbon traps in those, in those cold airs. Now, why would a manufacturer install a very convoluted complex twin throttle body intake setup to only gain 10 to 15 horsepower? 
like 10 to 15 horsepower can probably be made up in the cam, in the head, and maybe the exhaust. But twin throttle bodies, twin MAF sensors that do not control fueling, and twin carbon traps, in my opinion, could be a trap. A tuning trap. Bear with me. Think of DPF delete. Ever since this channel has talked about EPA specific stuff, because that's not over guys, that's still out there, that's still a thing. We said that you can't blame the tuner for tuning a car that has headers, supercharger, blah, 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 blah. The car still runs fine. The car still fuels properly when you slap on a set of headers on a bone stock Coyote calibration, which again, one of the videos that I still want to do is buy myself a Ruby Red 14 and see how fast I can go on the stock tune. That's probably the next project, or I can pick up an S550. I have an S550 kind of uh, in my sights. 15, 15 uh, auto twin turbo eights. That's the goal and do it for under $50,000. Those are the next two projects I have, uh, you know, lined out in front of me. <clears throat> so I've always said that you should really blame Ford for all this stuff. I've, I've never really been able to justify blaming a tuner for anything. If you can slap on headers on a bone stock car, it will throw PO420, PO430 CAD and efficiency codes and still run fine. So why would they put twin carbon traps, twin map sensors, and a map sensor MAP on the back of the manifold? Well, imagine what happens to, I would imagine something similar as if what would happen to a truck, diesel truck, if you removed the DPF, the particulate filter, diesel particulate filter. If you remove a DPF on a diesel and you install a straight pipe situation on the stock tune and go turn it on, it won't run. It'll go into lit mode or it'll go into some kind of limited RPM mode. And in order for you to make it run properly, you have to go into the calibration and start doing some modification to the emissions stuff in order for that thing to run properly. So think about it. Why would Ford do that? Now, again, I don't know specifics, but let's theorize here. <clears throat> if there is a speed density slash math setup on the new Mustang GT, and you wanted to get some twin P masses in there because, hey, if one P mass is good, why not two? Or anything else, because you know the manufacturers already have this stuff ready to go. And let's say you put twin JLTs, twin P masses, twin air raids. You shove the mass airflow sensors in there and then the car just doesn't want to run right. It just kind of runs off. And then the tuner says, I'm sorry, the company says, you need a tune to make this run right. Now you can make the case that that is tampering. Let's say you have the same exact mass airflow housing size let's say they're both 90 millimeter and you and you put them in there but you remove the carbon trap because you want more flow now the mass airflow sensors that are there specifically for math pounds a minute and airflow meaning it is looking for a predetermined 
airflow threshold, just like the catalytic converter with the PO420, PO430 code. You take out the cats, car throws a code. So if the car runs fine even with a code, will the new Mustang GT with brand new computer architecture, this is all brand new stuff, this isn't TC298, Let's say you put in two cold airs in it, get rid of the carbon trap because that is an emissions control item. When you look at your stock cold air, take a look inside where the air comes in, there's a carbon filter in there. So that carbon filter, when you shut the car off, you have basically fumes that try to make their way out of the cold air. That's right. When you shut the car off, boom, the throttle body, it's still cracked open a little bit. So then those fumes start to make their way out of the cold air intake very slowly and the carbon trap is there to soak up any fumes. Currently, you remove that with a stock size housing, car runs fine, doesn't even throw a code. But now it has two cold air intakes, two carbon traps, two mass airflow sensors, and a speed density speed density map sensor at the back of the manifold is Ford laying out a trap for tampering because Ford can say this thing won't run unless you change the calibration if you make changes just like a truck with a DPF now I hope I'm wrong I am merely speculating but based on what I know and based on the EPA stuff it makes me think that everyone is trying to be emissions compliant. And if there is a need, a necessity to calibrate the engine for the new cold air intakes that are going in, because that's the first mod you're going to do. Will that be technically tampering because the car won't run right if you have to modify the math settings in the calibration just like dpf stuff that's going to be an interesting thing to watch and i would not put it past them now a lot of you guys said you don't know what you're talking about look how many how many times have you guys said alex you don't know what you're talking about and i've been pretty pretty good about trying to set you guys up for what to expect on the new mustang i showed you two years ago two years ago i showed you that this car was going to have twin throttle bodies twin cold airs i can show you that video it was two years ago when i started talking about twin twin throttle bodies twin in, twin uh, intakes so now that it is confirmed that two math sensors blew me away i said wait a minute why is two why are there two math sensors that measure math pounds a minute the flow the density not an iat sensor even though it is IAT also. But why two MAF sensors? Why not two IAT sensors, Ford? If, if you're not looking to trap people into making the cars have to have a tune the moment you change any of the parameters in the cold air, why two MAF sensors? Why not two IAT sensors like F-150s have? F-150s simply have an IAT sensor. Inlet air temp, that's all they need. Everything else is measured at the map sensor. But now the new Mustang GT and Dark Horse has two map sensors to measure the airflow getting in there. And if the car goes into limp mode, not run lean, limp mode, because it measures, it's measuring too much airflow, it might be laying a trap for you. So I think you're going to um, start seeing some potential traps 
manufacturers lay out there because the government tells them they have to be emissions compliant and they have to basically make their cars tamper proof. Now, that's not to say that we're not going to, you know, tuners. And again, tuners only adjust what the tuning companies, HP tuners, SCT, all those people map out. So are you stuck with the stock cold airs? And then you can adjust everything else. If the stock cold air data, math data has to be modified in order for the car to run properly, technically, because it has carbon traps and two mass airflow sensors, would that be considered tampering? Would adjusting the math data on a 2024 Mustang and up would be considered tampering because it is an emissions control item? I wouldn't put it past them. What do you think? I, again, I draw parallels between diesel DPF stuff and why two? Like, think, think, think. Why two of them? I think I'm on the money. Um, Alex, it seems that every high-performance any car runs twin throttle bodies. Ferrari, C8, Z0. Yeah, I understand that, Jer. But the Mustang does not and has not needed that. The GT350 makes 526 horsepower with one 110 millimeter cold air and one 87 millimeter throttle body. If, if, if you're telling me Ford engineers could not shove in one bigger throttle body, one bigger cold air, why two? Why complicate the calibration? Why complicate anything? unless it is laying a trap in front of your eyes. And if that data is manipulated beyond the factory, the factory threshold, you can literally say bye-bye warranty, which we do that now anyway. It doesn't matter. The moment you shove a PMAS, a JLT headers in the shit, your warranty's junk unless you have a really nice dealer. But if the car does not run and you have to modify the calibration for it to run, okay, a lot of the software companies... <clears throat> after the EPA knocks on your door, they have to then remove stuff from the tuning software so that they're compliant. Remember when Cobb, about a year ago or so, removed Rear O2, because I guess Subaru guys were using that for the flex logic, and they removed certain codes. So now you have to have a check engine. You, 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 you're gonna live with a check engine light. So. Does that mean that if the math data on 2024 Mustang is tampering by adjusting it if you switch the cold air, is that even going to be editable in future software? And if it is editable, are we, are they sanctioning tampering? Do you know what I mean? Because we can only adjust what's available to us. I don't have special software that makes stuff from scratch and map everything out and say, okay, let's go. Let's, uh, let's tune a car. No, I'm stupid. I adjust what's in front of me. And if what's in front of me is editable, does that mean that people are laying traps for people? It's weird. If that map sensor detects anything above stock, limb mode city, good luck turn, trying to get rid of that. By the way, buy our compliant Whipple kit. You're not wrong. For $140,000 plus $50,000, $100,000 markup, it better get a bone from Shelby himself. Right. I want the femur in the car. Um, 
Nissan's been doing twin throttle bodies on 300, again, again, church, church, church. Just listen to the show. I understand what you're saying, but if a GT350 with a 5.2 output can put out 526 horse, why does the Mustang need two throttle bodies, two cold airs, all of a sudden, and a map sensor? Interesting. It's like an Infiniti Nissan with two intakes, selling them two filters instead of one. I get that. But does the Infiniti have two mass airflow sensors and a speed density situation, like um, a map sensor? And if they do, which ones control fueling? Again, I'm speculating, guys, but I knew this stuff could have been coming down the pipe when it comes to tampering. Why? When I went to Roush um, 2016, I visited Roush, and Roush is um, not only... Uh, see, a lot of people think Roush is like... Um, that, that all they do is modify S550s and trucks and put body kits on them. No, guys. Roush is an engineering firm. Roush is a massive company with multiple buildings. One building is dedicated just to test engine stuff and to design stuff like a Ferrari engine was brought to one of the facilities so that they can engineer an oil pan for it. That's right. They had a car that supposedly handled really well and they have a machine that allows you to pitch the motor in different ways in high RPM and you want to design an oil pan with proper baffling so that you maintain oil pressure under high G's. So it is an engineering firm. And in that visit, one of the guys told me, watch out for 2024. I was like, why? He didn't tell me. He was very good. He might have had NDAs and all a bunch of stuff that he couldn't talk about, non-disclosure, non-whatevers. Non and he goes, 2024, that's the year you're going to look at. And I'm like, now this was 2016. So I thought, that's so far away. That's eight years from now. Who cares? Well, now we're here. Hello. Hi, we're here. We've seen what the EPA has been doing. We see that cars like the Mustang are disappearing. Charger, Challenger, Camaro, gone. Charger, Challenger, Camaro, gone. Z06 Corvette still around. Global B finally came around two years late. And I still am leery about that because it's such a controlled software. So now the Mustang comes out, gives you two throttle bodies, two cold airs, and only another 15 horsepower. And you go, well, that's weird. So again, tampering is the key word. I can take a bone stock Coyote Mustang from 2011 to 2023, and I can shove a PMAS, no tune required cold air on it, headers, and I can go to the track with check engine lights on and have it perform better on the factory calibration. Can that happen with the new 2024 Mustang? I don't think so. I don't know this though. I haven't even seen the tuning or anything to know anything. And we won't really know until you start doing those tests. That's right. You're Someone's going to have to take two PMASs or two JLTs shove them in there, mass airflow sensors, turn the car on and see what codes it decides to throw. <clears throat> I used to think RS3s were fast when I was in A. Now I found that they only make like 550 crank horsepower via the Roush tune. No, the RS3s make 620 rear wheel horsepower, especially the Gen 2 versions. 
the phase two, which is the 79 millimeter pulley, manual, and the booster pump. Again, depending on the phase, there's a the stock Roush tune is, I believe, an 82 millimeter or 85 millimeter pulley, LU47s, no booster pump. But when you go phase two, you got to send your computer in. They recalibrate um, the uh, PCM. You get an 80 millimeter pulley and you get a booster pump and that will yield you uh, 600 and I think 10 or 620 rural horsepower through a manual, through an auto way low. But that's because the automatic has more drivetrain loss than a manual does. I can't wait for Ford to release the Ford throttle body setup on the uh, to get the GT over 500 horsepower. Alec, does Ford Pro ever offer a tune for the CJ manifold? No. Why would they sell parts for but never offer the tune? That's a great question, Alfredo Diaz. Like that is a wonder. Uh, Alfredo Diaz. It's a great question. See, Ford was also selling things like catch cans, and the catch can because it takes out crankcase pressure, brings it outside of the car then pumps it back into the throttle body. It said it is not to be installed on an emissions controlled vehicle. That's right. There is some leakage on catch cans. Technically, catch cans are illegal. That's right. The moment you take, okay, any emissions front and back, meaning PCV stuff, if you remove combusted fumes from the crankcase because the crankcase gets a little blow by through the rings it's normal so that is combusted gases in the crankcase then you say well let me install the catch can in it you install the catch can and the catch can vents to atmosphere technically that is not emissions compliant that is taking exhaust gases and not running them through the catalytic converter. Think about it. So catch cans technically are not emissions legal. Did you ever even think about that? Did any of you even think that catch cans could be non-emissions compliant? They are. There is no catch can on the planet that is emissions compliant that'll ever get a CARB number or EPA legal blessing because it is not running the exhaust gases through the catalytic converter so technically what you have to do is the factory tube that goes from the p from the crankcase right back into the manifold and shoves oil back into the combustion because you inherently get some oil with crankcase pressure and fumes and it basically it's it's a recirculation of just nastiness when you try to vent that to atmosphere that is technically not emissions compliant so even Ford was telling you, by the way, this catch can is not emissions compliant. They told you that in the actual carb uh, EO, you know, situation uh, at the bottom of the screen. I'll find it if you want. You know what the hell? Ford performance catch can. Yeah, look at this. And it looks good. It's an oil separator is what they call it. And... I wish I could go to uh, Ford Performance, but this is um, for 11 to 17 GTs. Okay, this is AmericanMuscle.com. Why isn't display capture there? Why does it do that? Why does display capture not pop up? I don't know. 
Anyway, um, oh, dang it. I got to see why. Um, automatic. Da -da 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 -da. Desktop duplication. Okay. Nah, it's not showing up. You know, I hate that. It's like if you start... If you start this too late, the, um, what do you call it, OBS? If you start OBS too late, anyway, just Google it. I'm not going to go through this and try to troubleshoot this. I'm just not in the mood for that today. Fort Performers All Separator, passenger side, part number 390923. If you scroll all the way down to um, description, technical note, okay, on the description of part number... 390-923 on AmericanMuscle.com. It states, this part has been designed and is intended for off-highway application only. Installation of this part on a vehicle that is driven on public roads may violate U.S. and Canadian laws and regulations relating to emissions requirements and motor vehicle safety standards. There you go. I mean, it's literally telling you, um, hey, by the way, this bitch is uh, emissions illegal because it takes the crankcase fumes out and there is no carbon trap to clean up the emissions crazy stuff how does the gt500 track package only come come with one from the factory that's a great 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 question i ran two breathers for years barely get any blow by 450 watching only 150 likes come on y'all really support for performance cannot be covered under warranty or be legal nice exactly cobra jet why is ford selling you a cobra jet and no tuning for it think about it so the moment you open someone's hood and see a Cobra jet, you know that it, that's not an, a carb compliant tune, right? Because technically the Ford never offered that specific tuning for that intake from the Ford Procal or anything like that. Just like Alfredo Diaz makes really, really good points. So again, I don't think any manufacturer is your friend in this whole thing. I think the manufacturers are gonna go out of their way to make their cars I don't want to see tamper proof because they're going to be able to get around it. But the moment their cars go into limp mode, when you modify anything and it's still on the factory tune, the case for tampering can now be made. You couldn't make the case for tampering for pre 23 vehicles. You just can't because the car runs fine with the stock tune. The moment you take the cats off. But now if you modify the cold air data, it could be, it could be a problem. Hi, Alex. A little off topic, but how's the parts testing for the ZR1 going? Okay, your average ZR1. Thank you. That's a good, good, good sidebar. So I was having a lot of drivability issues. And I love the car. Wide open throttle. It's a beast. Sounds great. But if I can't drive this thing, then it's not fun. So I started doing some testing on airflow. And just like a Mustang, just like a Mustang, this thing likes smooth, laminar, indirect airflow. That's the big one. So, again, not, not a lot of you are familiar with ZR1s, but the ZR1's factory cold air tells you what it likes. So, when, oh, I can't. Alex, why, why can't you why can't you just have the display capture work? Really? Let me see if I can do something else. Um, I want to show you. Um, sure. Let me see if this works. No, that's not working either. Ah, uh, I wanted to show you. Anyway, god dang it, this sucks. Can I just turn the camera? I'm just gonna turn the camera. Screw it. Okay, I'm just gonna turn the camera. I don't care. Look at. 
There you go. Perfect. Oh, this is this works. Okay, let me take out the sponsors here. Good, because I was just sick and tired of messing around. So, okay. So, let me get rid of the chat. So, this is the factory ZR1 cold air intake. As you can tell, it doesn't have an exposed filter anywhere. It has an actual shield over the filter. And down here is where it sucks air from. Right? So, I started thinking, you know, let, let me start putting cardboard in places that I thought were strategically placed somewhere that would, you know, help the drivability of the car. And I said, let me, let me, let me get back to Mustang stuff. And that's what I used to do on Mustangs. I used to say, well, let me see how this thing reacts when you start moving some stuff around. Well, wouldn't you know it? The intakes, any intake that you get, any aftermarket intake that you get is not going to drive as good as stock for the sheer fact that the computer and the mass airflow sensor does not like turbulent air coming in. Now, let's talk about what I mean by turbulent air. When you fly an airplane, 200 miles an hour, let's say, 220 you're, who put the shot paper towel in the cold air, right? When you fly an airplane, the airflow is not smooth. There are pockets of higher and lower pressures constantly in the atmosphere. Same thing on the street. Go 50 miles an hour, stick your hand out of the window. You'll notice that it, is, it isn't a consistent airflow hitting your hand. It is a pulsing, it, you know, it's, it's, it's a pulsing. It's, it's high, low pressure, high, low pressure. It is never a linear, perfect, smooth amount of air hitting your hand when you stick your hand out of the window. Same thing happens in the cold air. The cold air has a mass airflow sensor. Mass. Not, not velocity. Mass, meaning the weight. So let's say you have air coming in from all different areas. What that will cause, depending on where it's sampling the air from, and if you look at a ZR1, it grabs its air from a tiny little slit in the front with little honeycomb things drilled out with the stock cold air. Very restrictive, right? Yes. So when you're driving normally and you have a lot of up and down with the throttle, open, close, and a lot of airflow coming in from different areas, the car will drive terrible. It will go woo, 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 woo. So I started going, let me see something. Let me load up the engine, but keep it at the same RPM. So what I would do is I would data log mass airflow, meaning pounds a minute and the math frequency. And at a certain frequency, the car would buck. When I would keep it at 2000 RPMs, but load the car, meaning hit the brake and the gas at the same time, move the math frequency up to about 3400, it would smooth out. And I went, it does not like turbulent air. So I did a real simple thing. I wanted to introduce outside air, not coming from that little slit. So I made a small little opening on the corner indirectly, not in front or under a cold air, uh, the filter. And then I put a piece of cardboard that covered about half of the filter 
on the bottom where the airflow was coming in and it rode perfectly. It, it idled great, drove great, fueled great. I took on the same tune that piece of cardboard out and it drove like absolute ass and at those same math frequencies where it was within 5%, now the fuel trims are wigging the hell out. And I said, oh, it's an airflow issue. The drive, wide open throttle, no issue. No issue. On any cold air intake that I was testing, no issue. Drivability, what I love about this car the most is how smooth it is and it runs up the RPMs and you stare that wide band down and that sucker is making sense. So I did a lot of testing, figured out a cold air situation similar to what Robert Ball did on his S550 where I'm gonna introduce outside air, not coming in from that little slot, cover the cold air on the bottom only, keep the top open, let it get fresh air indirectly, non-ram air, indirectly from the side, just like factory Mustangs. And it will not only have better IET, it'll sample fresh air, but it will have a smoother path to the mass airflow sensor where it does not pulse than when if I had it totally open to a, a an area that had a lot of access to a lot of air coming in. So hopefully, look, because a lot of people are going to say, well, what about the con cold air? No, no, no. It's not about that. It's about how you want the air to enter the math. So I modified that. I modified all the cold airs that I had based on my Mustang knowledge. And I was really happy that the knowledge that I gained from Mustang was able to be transferred to the Corvette. Now, am I going to am I going to sell this? No. Am I going to market this? No. This is my personal vehicle. I am not looking to market, sell or anything. Will I show you what I did? Sure, but I'm not going to go out of your out of my way to say this cold air is good, this one sucks. That's just not what I do because then you get into weird parts people saying, you know, how dare you say shit about this that now I've already run into this in the Mustang world and I don't need it anymore. I want my ZR1 to run the best as possible and I'm going to run the cold air intake and configure it so it can drive the best for me. I, I think I'm done trying to market because there is no marketing a possible. It's a very s small you know, crowd, the ZR1 crowd. I love I love testing parts and I love getting the knowledge and what works for me is the colder intake situation that I modified. And I think uh, if I show you a video of that, I think you'll appreciate it. But again, that's not an indictment on other cold air intakes. A lot of you are going to go in those videos and go, oh, so this one doesn't work. I'm going to go, no, Jesus Christ. Again, and also, I'm a petroleum-based fuel guy. I'm a pump gas dude. So if the majority of ZR1 guys or Cam D85 guys, I'm the bad, I'm the worst guy to test parts out on. So, and I don't have the time to test out every cold air on the planet. It took this long to get a free Saturday, and I was able only able to do it Saturday night, and I was only able to modify the cold air with cardboard out of all things. Now that I know what needs to be done, I'll build a permanent foam structure around the filter. It will never suck in engine bay air. It will only suck in outside air indirectly. And I think it'll it'll work out fine. Oh, come on, Mendoza's Coyote, stop it. Damn, Alex, you're on the money. All I did was get a different filter and my car bucks. I'll have to do some testing like you. Yep.
the 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 direct airflow path. That's why over the radiator intakes are so stupid to me. Over the radiator intakes are some of the most retarded modifications you can ever make. If you like your car to drive well, wide open throttle is probably going to be fine, but it's probably not going to be any better or worse than a PMAS getting air from the fender well. Would the multi-tune work doing burnouts in my Turbo Gen 3 at the track? Not if it's an auto, unless you lock it in gear. So Ray, Ray, let's do this. Let's say you set your rolling anti-lag limiter to 6,000 RPMs, okay? So no matter when you floor it, it's going to go one, two, three, you know, whatever gear it stays in, it's only going to go to 6,000 RPMs. But 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 it, because it's an auto, if it only goes to 6,000, then it bounces back, it might downshift in the middle of a burnout. So let's say you activate rolling anti-lag by hitting the con cruise control off button. You can literally paddle one, two, three, then, you know, paddle to fourth gear, one, two, three, four, hold the control off button, and that is your 6,000 RPM rev limiter, and you can leave it floored in at 6,000 RPMs in fourth gear. It's doing a burnout, then let go of the button. Yes, but it, it requires you to be a little creative with how you do it. Sure, I think it's, I think it's possible. I didn't know Mendoza's because, look, I don't know if you're being sarcastic. I just... Sarcasm does not transfer well over text. That makes sense to me now how you explained it. That must be why only speed density cars have ram air or direct air going outside the filter. Absolutely, Leon Phelps. Camaros, if they disable, I could go full speed density on the Corvette. Turn off the math, um, hit the speed density, hammer that out with the off switch off calibration. Because if you see how the, I wish I could show you, but I can't show you. I, I can't show you. I can't show you. Let's show you. Let's show you a speed density table for a stock ZR1. Okay? And the speed density table is going to make you kind of laugh. And again, I'm going to turn the camera because I'm going to do it really jank-like. So let's open my, a stock ZR1 file with VCM editor. Open. Um... Da -da 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 documents zero uh, one Alex zero one and my stock read where oh my god look at all the freaking tunes I had here sheesh and then we're gonna go to the um, speed density virtual volumetric efficiency and hit the switch open table switch open and then look at it in graph view and then I think I hit control or is it shift this guy moves. Is it shift, control, or is it function? I don't know. I forget which one it was. Let me see. Is it 3D chart, smooth selection, smooth selection? Let me revert back. Okay, let me move this over here. I thought I could move this. Was it shift that you can move it? Um, where is it? Table. Uh, dang it. I wish I could move it. Was it shift or is it control? Function, not function, not shift, not control. I don't know. I can't move it. But anyway, um, I wish I could show you the other side. It's not showing you the other side. Dang it. How do you turn? Does anyone know on the chat how to turn the table, like to be able to rotate it? Uh, let me see. Switch closed. Switch open. Shows all numbers. Virtual VE coefficients. No, that's not it. Dang it. I forget how to do it. Anyway. I'll show you here. Let me show you on um, 
Let me turn off the sponsors and turn off the live chat so you guys can see. So basically, again, I got to turn the camera because this thing ain't working. So basically, this table, if you look at the back side of this table, it has a huge hump in the back, meaning this is idle. This is wide open throttle. Okay, sorry. This is wide open throttle. But if you flip it, because the KPA is high and RPM, actually, this is wide open. If you flip it, there's a huge hump on the other side. And it makes me go, so when you see low, low, R, low, low boost, high throttle, it requires a shitload of fuel. And then when you started looking at all the tables there, you started going, wait a minute, this, this thing, like the math sensor, the math sensor does more in my opinion than the speed density does because it's actually taking the, into account the frequency and the weight for fueling control and the speed density, it'll be fine. So let's say I have to hammer the speed density and then I can put a trompeta intake on the front of the ZR1 and at watt, it'll be fine. Drivability might not be great. So I suspect a lot of the speed density stuff like the F-150 and some of the Camaros where the guys shut off the math, they just have a trompeta or a, a, a bell mouth in the front and they can get after it that way. The problem is Mustang guys think they can do the same and Mustang guys, you can't do the same. The reason you can't do the same is because you can't shut off the math on a Mustang and have it fuel properly. So in my opinion, once you see that done on a Camaro, sh does not mean you can do it on a Mustang. The moment you shut off the math on a Mustang, fueling control is lost. <clears throat> um, Alex, putting those horsepower tuners credits in like what? HP tuners credits in like what? Yeah, exactly. Guys, I have like 80 tunes I've been messing with. Um, on vacation, showing some love. Hellcat, sent stolen, isn't stolen yet. Ian Martha was like, oh, you guys must live in the hood if you get your Hellcat stolen. Do you think Pookie goes to the hood to find Hellcats? Or do you think he goes to Gardens, St. Lucie, Stewart, or he follows you to, to wherever you work, cases you out, see where you're rolling at, see where the car stays parked at for hours on end, and then makes his move. You guys think Pookie is in the hood? You think Pookie's in the hood stealing hood Hellcats? No, they go to the nice neighborhoods and steal the cars. But yeah, thank you for uh, saying what's up on vacation. I've been battling bad drivability with my ESS car since I've installed the kit. The car hates life on part throttle and diesel. It makes me want to go back to NA sometimes. Well, is your blow-off valve opening and closing very early? You can delay that effect by restricting the line going to the blow-off valve. The blow-off valve shuts, boosts, gets into the motor. The blow-off valve stays open, or the bypass, let's call it the bypass. If it stays open, it allows fresh air to go in. The issue in lies Q in between. When you go whoop and the thing closes. So let's say you're leaving a light in first gear. And then you, let's say, don't have perfect foot. And uh, let's say you drive like a Honda homo. And you go, and this is, the, this is the bypass open at the intercooler, and this is your foot. Whoa, 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 whoa. And then you start, you have this, this perfect back and forth of the bypass shutting, giving you boost, you letting off the bypass opening, you doing this, this dance, until you finally just go, whoa. That's exactly what happens on all centrifugal cars. The driving habits have to change. You have to drive like a normal human being, 
Once I started driving like a normal human being, I started noticing that when I took off at a light, boom, boom, you guys go, wash, 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 and the bypass is opening and closing, and then you start bouncing back and forth. Drive better. Would you go S197 Coyote or Gen 3 Mustang? Depends on what application. For drag racing, manual, Gen 1 is king. For drag racing, auto, Gen 2 and Gen 3 are king. Both of my friends with Hellcat trucks got jacked. Attempted jacking. None in the hood. The hood follows you into the burbs. Alex, my 18 GT drives well with air directly hitting the filter at low and high speeds. No bucking or stalling. Manual cars have drivability issues without constant load like an auto would. Yes. You have a torque converter. That is your fuse, GT Garage. Your fuse is your torque converter. So your torque converter is now the load variable. Let's say you have a circle D3C. And it goes, whoa, and it's, and it's, whoa, and you're already at high math frequencies. The moment you leave a light, you're already above that math frequency. Now let's say you have a manual and you want to go boom, 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 right there. At that moment, the moment you see low math frequencies and higher load, it'll go whoa, 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 Whereas a car with a torque converter, the cushion is the torque converter. That is your fuse that is making everything fine. Look at me. I had the red car with a 3,800 stall, actually 4,200 stall, 6F converter. I had a Bustelo can cold air intake. How many of you remember the Bustelo can cold air intake? I did that just to prove a point that a Bustelo can tunes better than a JLT. And it did. And any drivability issues that I was having were masked by the loose converter. Never had an issue with my 14 GT and a Paxton. Um, I don't think I'm gonna do, oh yeah, I, I'm working on the, the Gen 3 boost video, but man, that's gonna be so long, I'm gonna edit the ever-living shit out of it. Alice, would honeycomb air straightener help with turbulent air from the ram air? Yes. The honeycomb air straightener, and again, this is what I'm, I'm telling you guys, is gonna be in the Mustangs. Uh, math straight, math straightener. Perfect. This is good. So, uh, God damn it. I got to do it again. I got to turn the camera again. So this little honeycomb thing that goes in your cold air intake is a math straightener. That math straightener, basically it's a little honeycomb that goes in the tube and it smooths out the airflow. If you remove that, you'll have more bucking, and again, old Fox Body mass airflow sensors had this built in. See, old, old Fox Body junk had this stuff built in. So that's why that was a thing. When manufacturers started removing that, you started having cars that drove like shit because the air was not straight, smooth airflow. Once, once I said, let me just do to this ZR1 what I know and Bro, I loved that. It was, a, it was a eureka moment. I went, oh, thank God. Now, if I wanted to make everyone else's cold air function like I think it should function, it would be heavily shielded. It would actually look a lot like the stock cold air 
because when you look at the stock ZR1 cold air intake, those engineers probably went through all of this for years. Man, this thing goes great watt, but low RPM drivability really suffers. What should we do? How about we smooth the airflow as best as possible? Why do you think the filter looks backwards on a ZR1 cold air? Why do you think the filter is inverse and it's big to small as opposed to small to big? Because it takes that airflow and cuts it down and smooths it before it hits the oval math. The fact that it has an oval math is already difficult because to map out a oval math curve is, I would say, not the best. Round to me is the best, like most manufacturers. You see that most manufacturers have a round, but even the stock ZR1 has a bit of an oval math. You look at their filter, it goes from big to small. Why does it do that? And it's shielded all the way around the, the intake. So I just said, they must have seen the same stuff I'm, I'm seeing now, but I have a different situation. L. Spencer, Bud Crawford, who you got? Well, look, Errol Spence is tougher in terms of chin and the dude doesn't stop punching. Errol Spence is going to start punching and stop punching by round 12. Crawford is a boxer puncher. He looks to counter. He looks to he looks for the knockout punch. So if it becomes a boxing match, Errol Spence is going to win like eight rounds to four. If it becomes a shootout where they get careless and sloppy, Bud is going to knock him out. Learn something new every day on these live shows. Look, um, I, I apologize that today's show isn't like entertaining and me yelling and stuff. But I have a lot of, and I don't want to say knowledge because I, I want to say experience. I have a lot of experience with the 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 um, industrial world and I've, I was able to carry that into the automotive world. So once I started just doing testing on my own cars, I said, let me just do what I know. Like I started to doubt myself. I started chasing everything in the tune. I said, it's not in the tune, Alex. You can't change airflow in the tune, Alex. What are you doing? So I said, let me start cutting up some cardboard. Cut up some cardboard, put it under the round filter that I have, cut a little hole in the radiator shroud on the side, indirect airflow. Nailed it. Do aftermarket grills create a math problem when throttle is cruising at 30 RPM, 30 miles an hour? Yes. Think about it. Look at the inlet of any car manufacturer's cold air intake. It is a honeycomb-shaped small inlet, and they only have about three or four holes drilled into it. You'll see that there's a honeycomb-shaped panel right by the snorkel. So the snorkel's behind it, and right in front of it is a honeycomb-shaped panel, and they drill four holes strategically. Not a big gaping hole and ram air it to death. Because the moment you put ram air into a cold air, you now have, again, stick your hand out the window when you're driving at 30 miles an hour, your hand is going to pulse because it has different air density pockets just like a plane flying through the air. Because if it was smooth, like, okay, the first time I got in an airplane as an adult, it had crazy turbulence. Now, obviously, there's different factors as to why turbulence happens in an airplane 30,000 feet in the air going 500 miles an hour. I get that. Similar principle. 
I look outside, I'm like, it's sunny. There's not a cloud in the sky. Why the hell are we dropping out of the sky by 100 feet every, every couple, couple miles? Because you have different pockets of air different, doing different things, similar to what you're experiencing on the road. Hell, if there's a car in front of you and it is putting off crazy vortices, like a semi-truck, have you ever been behind a semi-truck and it's turbulent, 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 and the moment you get about 20 feet away, there's no air. You actually almost glide right into the back of it because he's cutting the air for you. And you are now basically riding its wake and going, oh, he's cutting the air for me. I'm literally at the back of it. So when you experience those weird pockets of air out there and the mass airflow sensor picks up those pockets of air and it becomes more dense one minute, less dense the, le the, the next and constantly turbulent, the car will drive badly. I appreciate it, Diego. I, I feel like I bore people a lot with these educational style live streams. But honestly, I think a lot of the guys, let's say you're in the garage right now and you're wrenching and you're going, God damn it, I'm learning. Now, maybe you knew this already. Maybe you understood how it works. But I'm coming to you from a tuner perspective. If I see your math frequency bouncing all over the place at steady state, that's right. Let's say you're cruising at 60 miles an hour and your mass airflow frequency is like this, like a heart attack. I go, why is your mass airflow frequency bouncy? One second it's 50 pounds a minute, the next second it's 35, the next second it's 45, the next second it's 30. Oh, I got a Ram Air Cervini's hood. <clears throat> do me a favor, sir. Take a piece of cardboard. And I do this for the swap guys all the time. Swap guys love me. Because I love... Swap guys are more like backyard mechanic types. And I understand that. I, 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 I was one of those guys. And I said, take a piece of cardboard and shield the cold air. Don't put it on the cold air. Shield it. Like, you know who the dumbest sons of bitches are? The people that put that sock at the end of their filter. What are you looking to achieve from, from literally putting a bag over the air filter? Protect the filter? Or did you just restrict the airflow of that car by like 50% by putting a, a JLT bag over a filter like a dumb son of a bitch? That's what the filter is for. Anyway, they end up putting a piece of cardboard on the Ram Air opening and voila, flat, 60 miles an hour, 45 pounds a minute, steady state, cruise control, no more pulsing. Come on, stop it. Come on, stop it. I got one for you. I have speed engineering long tube headers for my 22 Mustang and MBRP race catback. That sounds like AIDS. The header's an X, got an X-pipe built into the mid-pipe. MBRP has an H-pipe. How well will it work and sound? I don't know how you got one for me, but it's going to sound like absolute butt cheeks. It's going to sound like ass and fart. Do I have diarrhea here? Did I get rid of wet diarrhea? Where is wet diarrhea? Here we go. Oh, my Lord. Did you hear the cheeks clap right at the end? Let, let, let's turn. Do we have a gain? Let's go to the filters. And let's see if there's a... Do I have a filter? Gain. Yep, there's a gain filter. And let's jack it way up, okay? And let's close, and let's play that again. Yeah, how's that? Let me turn down the gain, Jesus Christ, because you guys are going to be like, oh my God, that's how your MBRP is going to sound. <laughs> well, what do you think the MBRP is going to sound like? Like that. 
Oh, the ending. Listen to the ending of the cheeks clapping. <laughs> ah! Wow. You got to love it. You got to love it. All right, guys. Let's give away some shirts. Okay. So, again, race motor shirts. This is a 2XL. If, you like, if you're a big, fat son of a bitch, uh, you can... Look, whoever's a 2XL gets this shirt. First one that says, I'm a 2XL, gets this shirt this is for big fat sons of bitches that can't see their dick or they're tall 2xl say you want it it's yours that's how i do it say you want the 2xl and it's yours hurry up and i'll, I'll give you a 2xl shirt all the others are extra large this is for the biggest fattest of you on this chat if you want the 2xl raise your hand and i'll give it to you i don't care if you're there we go robo style you get it robo style gets <laughs> Someone says, I'm fat. <laughs> I'm fat. I'm a 2XL too. I'm a fat boy. I'm a 2XL, says the manic maniac. Sadly, I am Thomas Akumbe. Uh, okay, but Robo style. You win the first race motive shirt to look at this big son of a bitch. I cannot have been on the screen. Ah! Oh, you fat motherfucker. You win this. It's a cool shirt. Shout out to race motive, man. So uh, Robo style, hit me up. You win the 2XL shirt and the rest of you said you're fat and you win and you win nothing. <laughs> you gotta love it. You gotta love it. Okay. Now the next couple of shirts I'm gonna give away, you choose. Okay? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put the thing over here. I'll let you choose the shirt. The next winner gets to choose the shirt. So this is a white, it's a Lambo and a GTR. Okay. Uh, this one says race motive in graffiti style. This is those shirts that you can see your pit stains when it's really hot outside. So if you want to see your tit, gut, and pit stains, you can choose this one. This one is um, large. So skinny boy. I love these. These, this, this solid color, I love these. So this is a good one, I think, if you want it. This is a large also. So the rest, I think, are mostly large. Yep. The rest are large. I kept one of the black ones because the black one looked fucking baller. But this one is also large. So the rest are large. And this one looks like the Marlboro sign. So I'll give one away. So you can choose which one you want. But again, Robo style. Hit me up, ydbtforlife at gmail.com. ydbtforlife at gmail.com. And I'll give you a race. The 2XL race motive shirt. So um, I'm trying to see what um, what kind of... Oh, okay. Um, I'm trying to see what... what um, uh, what do you call it? Trivia question I can give out because a lot of you guys are really in tune to the show. And again, I'd like to do it for the members only because I want to give an incentive to the members, the people that actually pay a monthly nut. And again, that's the best way to support the channel. You don't have to do super chats. If it's a monthly nut, that is way more important than any super chat. Become a member for like five bucks. That's five bucks for a whole month in perpetuity forever, please. And uh, if I can get 200 of you to do that, I can literally do this for a living. I could probably quit my job. Not, not really. I don't think I'd quit a job that pays me six figures. But if this job makes starts to make 200,000, if, if YouTube makes 200,000 a year, I'll absolutely quit. Because <laughs> right now, we got people mad that they don't get the tuner they requested. They're like, I want to work with Alex. And they're, they're like, bro, it gets assigned randomly. Well, if I don't work with Alex, I'm not going to give you my money. Then go. Like, seriously, go. No offense. Go. You got Wenger. You got Palm Beach Dino. You got Rob Shoemaker. You got AD. Vaya con Dios. No problem. You got plenty of people out there. Um, 
if anyone is close to how much I sold my black car for, does anyone remember how much I sold my 2011 GT4? If anyone can guess the price, because I probably said it twice on the chat because I had to carry the money at the airport. I had at least 10 grand in my hand and I, I had to like put it in a jacket and I didn't, you know, I just walked in. So how much did I sell my black car for? My 11, my, my sorry, my uh, 14, I'm sorry, my 11 GT. Nope, not 19, I mean, I said the closest wins. Uh, here we go, half bolted on, right on the money. $20,000, TVS, 10-1 car, T56, Mantic clutch, return fuel system, stock motor, stock oil pump gears, and I think it lived a long time. So half bolted on, you win, half bolted on. Which shirt do you want? There's blue race motive, pit showing race motive, white race motive, so half bolted on. Email me, ydbt4life at gmail.com. Let me know which one you want. There's blue, white, black pit stain, um, let me know which one you want and we can go from there. I know you were, clo you were close, Matt, but he nailed it right on the money. You need 33,333 members to make 200 grand. No, 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 no. Um, let's say, um, let's say uh, five times, um, let's say $5 times, let's say 10,000 members. Right, five dollars. That's fifty thousand. I'm sorry. Let's do two thousand members because let's be more, more realistic. Uh, let's say five times two thousand. That's ten thousand dollars. Oof, you're right. I might need four thousand members at five bucks. Twenty thousand times twelve. Yeah, that that'll do it. So I literally need four thousand members at five bucks each a month, and that'll make two hundred and forty thousand dollars a year. But I have sixty three thousand subscribers but i don't think i have let more than a hundred members currently i don't even think i have anywhere close to a uh, hundred members i think I, I probably have 70 or uh, something like that <clears throat> he gets adsense money too it's not just members correct i get <clears throat> videos views um so the channel averages prop it's it's probably averages high five figures every month not necessarily i'm not, not high five figures low five figures or high, high four figures. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, yes. <laughs> low, low five figures, high four figures. But if the members, let's say I got 2,000 of you to kick in five bucks a month for the foreseeable future, I would literally do this full time and you would get a video every day. And again, the loans would understand. They would understand. I mean, it's really difficult to, to, to have you know, a, a $20,000 a month coming in. But I mean, I might do both. I'm psycho because I like money. I like, look, the lunch to me is my like retirement. I don't know how long we're going to be able to sustain tuning. I think this is the last hurrah. The last hurrah is S650 and whatever F150 model comes after that. Unless we start tuning sub models, which again, they don't make cars anymore. They make STs, edges, edges flexes, no, not flexes, edges, STs, and whatever the hell else they make, sparks, I don't know. They make basically SUVs. I just don't think this is, in terms of volume, 
there's not a lot of meat there. So I think we have probably four or five more years before we start to notice a good dip in productivity. Okay, okay, you talked me into giving away shirts. Oh, you also sold my solved my drivability issues with today's chat. Thanks for the good info. Hey, even Jay, you got it, brother. Yellow needs to make a shirt. Uh, I was thinking two hundred thousand per month. My bad. Damn, two hundred thousand a month. I'd quit. I'd quit lunch tomorrow if I if, if my first month at two hundred thousand pops up. I give my notice at lunch. Two hundred thousand a month, bro. Stop it. My friend has seventeen point one million subscribers and he pulls in eighty thousand a month. See, but I want a membership program. I think a membership program is better because you get more of that money as opposed to the views. Look at look at Mustang Lifestyles. Mustang Lifestyles and um, mode. They have over a hundred thousand subscribers. They probably make exactly what I make because I have a membership program. Swap game should keep the tuning go for a while, though. I I agree, but the problem is going to be um, the problem is going to be volume. Laura, yes. So my little lady's a super petite, so my little lady does not is not able to get these, but. Um, let me see. I have, Laura's the only chick here. I have a small white one, Laura, Laura T. I got a small white one, little one. This is, I'll give this to Laura T because she's the only chick here. Okay. Or I got the small purple one. Again, these are like cotton, so they might feel a little heavy. So this is a small purple one. My lady would not fit in these because she's tiny, tiny. So which one do you want, Laura T? You want the white one or... The white one, I'll give you, um, I'll give it to you because again, I'm going to give three shirts away. I'll ship three shirts. No problem. You guys are awesome. You guys all bought my YDB t-shirts. So, you know, I don't mind covering these and just giving them away. So Laura T, just YDBTforLife at gmail.com. Let me know what, which one you want. These are both small. All the others are large. So I already got the, the bed sheet for homeboy. The other guy has to tell me. Uh, what shirt he wants at YDBT for Life because I can't watch it on the chat. And Laura, which one do you want? Email me, YDBTforLife at gmail.com. Let me know which one you want. Get these shirts out. Of and again, thank you to Race Motive, being uh, great people. I can see tuning becoming a pain in the ass with the new throttle bodies on the new 5.0. No, it's not going to be a pain in the ass. What, what, we wouldn't have to change anything. The problem is going to be this. You dumb sons of bitches are going to want twin throttle bodies in your older cars. That's right. And I'm going to go, sorry, there's no twin throttle. Unless you make a custom harness and a custom math split harness, it's going to be mechanical and, and, and hardware, not necessarily tuning. Come on, gents, no joke. 60 a year, B Turvy can afford them. Right, look, if a membership program pops off, again, guys, by far the best. Look, what have you guys wanted me to do? And again, I'm not begging. I'm just, let's theorize what this channel can bring you. I have brought you, I was looking back at my channel, guys, because I was organizing some of the um, playlists. I just don't have the time. I, I, I love you. I literally have to be up at three in the morning, like moving videos around. I brought you Gen 1, Gen 2, Gen 3 content, ZR1 stuff, F-150 stuff, GT500 stuff, Dino stuff, cold air testing stuff. And this is on like my, my free time. If I could do this full time, I, I I would have a fleet of cars. I'd literally give away cars. If this thing was making 200000 a month, please stop it. I'd get you guys a car a month. Alex, I know it's a large undertaking, but you saw how much your shirt sold. Maybe it's time to get your own merch going. Yeah, 
do you know how much of a pain in the ass that was your average year one do you know how how difficult that was just to ship i mean it was me and the little lady just hammering out stuff for a long time when we could and it got very frustrating very quick but i understand there's meat on the bone there and again if you do that you have to now have a business and charge tax so you have to do all that stuff. So you can't do it under the table PayPal stuff. Draggy giveaways, Alex, we'd love that. Okay, I can get some more draggies coming. That's not a problem. Um, I think we threw in smalls in the race motive shipments to you out of Hey, Parth Patel. I don't know if that's really you, but yes, there are two smalls here, Parth. Uh, the purple one and the white one. And if Laura wants one, she could email me. Just email me a picture of you and uh, we'll give you... <laughs> I'll give you a shirt. Membership has its advantages. Sign up now. Don't forget about the Escalade stuff. Like I saw that Armageddon has an, a, a twin turbo kit for the Escalade. I'd be a total chooch and do that. Absolutely. Have you done a Gen 3 stick car build video? Yes, absolutely. Yes, I have. Go look. It's there. Just keep bringing the same content you've been delivering, bro. Always interesting for sure. I'd love to see a Lund versus PBD race video. <laughs> Routing is going to look crazy with the centrifugal turbo application to me. Honestly, Riley Neufeld, I think they're just going to shove one throttle body in it. I don't think anybody is going to go two throttle body into a sentry. What they're going to do is try to make the calibration run off of one throttle body. It'd be crazy to go sentry into two throttle bodies. That'd be crazy. Travis, I don't know. I have half of it done. When is the Gen 3 Boosted video coming out? I got half of it done. Meaning, I talked for 20 minutes into a camera. Then I put it on the computer. I see what I like. I see what I don't like. Edit out. Edit in what I like and don't like. Then, wear the same clothes so I'm consistent. And keep talking and fill in over and over and over. And it's a process. So, it probably takes a couple days to uh, edit um, and, and, and put graphics, video... Uh, probably takes over a week probably to put out a 20-minute video. It's, it's a lot of work. David Smedil. Smedil. Your channel brings more than anyone could ever ask for. Thanks for all your time and effort. Thank you, bro. The GT500 is in the house, the black GT500. Do you still mess around with the X-Max? I do. I charged the batteries the other day, and I went out to go for a rip, and it started raining. I pay you 9 bucks a month, I believe. Thank you. 11-second eclipse. I pay for memberships if you expose those sucking fi Oh, we are working. We are working. I'm not going to give it away. But the, the absolute uh, proof that someone is not only using our shit, but using other shit that is only licensed to us. Ooh, good times. Exciting times. Well, who, where was that line from? Oh, wait, where he goes. Where, where's that? Where's that from? Where he's like excited over something and he made that move. I forget that movie. Now, now, now I'm trying to think what movie that was, was that from. It was about a guy. Oh, it was Matrix. It was Matrix when Tank thought, man, it was talking to Neo. And he goes, man, if you're really the one, ooh, exciting times ahead. That's how I felt. When I heard that we have even more proof, I'm blown away by someone's absolute arrogance to do some of just the dumbest shit thinking it, would, it won't get back to them. I was blown away by it. 
Laura T, the white one, please. Thanks, Alex. Uh, Laura T, email me, ydbtforlifegmail.com. Send a photo. Uh, <laughs> and you'll get this shirt. It's a nice shirt. It's, it's actually light. It's a next level shirt. So it's uh, airy. It's nice and light. So you'll get this shirt, Laura. So I gave away three shirts today. Blue, the big one for the for the big bed sheet, and the white one for the little lady, as long as I get a photo. <laughs> Stop it, slow 99. Rumble style, thank you. Thank the members only GT500. Right, I have a members only GT500 video, a couple of them. Matter of fact, I can get you a video today on just the pedal stuff. I can probably get a members video only up today on the pedal stuff and then make it available to everyone else once I finish it, just like I did before. So I might do that for the members. I might stay late, edit some video in on the pedal stuff, which I already have uploaded to this laptop, edit it in, it'll be five minutes, members only, bam, there's a perk. Brian Brown, thanks for the money, I appreciate you very much. They're working on a virus on their file, so if someone opened it, their computer gets it. Oh my God, expose all these clowns. Alex, if a fan saw you in person and tried to tip you 20 bucks, would you take it? Like in public, at the mall or something? You know what happened one time? I was at Texas 2K. Texas 2K. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'll do it, guys. I'll send a members-only video tonight. I'll edit it quick, render it quick, get it to you so you guys get an update on the pedal stuff. Um, I was at Texas 2K. And some guy's like, what's up, man? I said, what's up, man? He goes, man, he goes into his wallet, takes out a $100 bill. I go, what the fuck is it? What are you doing? Bro, I love you. I go, No. Get out of here. Here, buy a shirt or something because I, ha I had shirts there. And he goes, all right. So I gave him two shirts and he gave me a hundred bucks. I felt so weird just taking money because it's weird. But a lot of people would sit there, talk my ear off, which I don't mind as long as I'm at an event or something. If I'm at dinner and you come up to him and be like, yeah, well, yeah, what do you think about color? I'm going to tell, tell you to kindly fuck off. If you talk my if you talk my ear off and I give you what you feel is a lot of information and you want to donate to the cause, of course. But I, I would still feel weird. I, I wish I'd give you like a sticker, a shirt, or something as opposed to just my time. Uh, members for the win, exactly. We need a Lund live chat video of everyone exposing and dropping bombs. No, because you guys would screen record that and put it all over the place. I don't know you guys. Yeah, okay, I'll do that. After the show, I'll stay here. I'll edit some pedal stuff video. I think it's small but interesting. And I think you guys will appreciate the step-by-step -step process of um, the GT500. It's looking like it, it might get, the drive shaft's done. I received the line, the clutch line today from late model restoration. I'm gonna get the shifter in tomorrow. Hot dog, I think I might be able to start this son of a bitch pretty soon, but we'll see. Check it in, bitcho. Uh, I'll catch a replay in the morning. Glad I'm contributing to your, your $200,000 a month fund. He's paying for the leg pictures. Yeah, if you want that, Alex, it would be awesome. Yeah, I got that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go ahead and uh, make your uh, members-only video tonight and, and um, air it tonight. Um, going to sell my scat and buy a used GT Premium PP1 with a manual transmission. What you do recommend? 15 to 17. If you can afford a 17, they have lightning blue and the pearl white, in my opinion, are the best colors of the 2017. Some fool just rolled up on me and my Gen 150, and I walked this two-valve new edge. Oh, you, you abuser. Can't feel weird about taking money. You won't succeed. No. Taking money in person is weird. If you send me a PayPal, if you contribute to the show, you know, I can at least, I can at least justify it a little bit. I don't mind taking money, but I feel weird taking money just because. 
some people just give me money sometimes. And I'm like, I appreciate that highly, but what'd you get out of it? And if they're like knowledge, I'm like, okay, I get that. Like, I'd love to do speaking engagements, but who would show up to that? Right? Like if, if I was to do Q and A, this is Q and A and you guys do pay, but in person, I guess it's a little different because you guys can get that experience. But again, time, I don't have the time. I thought only hot chicks could sell their scat. Alex, where do you get the shirt you have on? Just noticed and it's great. So this shirt was given to me by a fan. This shirt was given to me by a fan. He also gave me Star Trek specific stuff, which I geek out about all the time. Where is it? He gave me Star Trek models, the a book telling me where the Romulans are located, where the Federation, where the Dominion. Like I had no idea Star Trek was all in one galaxy. <laughs> I thought there was like multiple galaxies all over the universe. No, Star Trek is all in one galaxy. And it says, here's the Romulan Empire. Here's the Klingon Empire. Here's the Federation. Here's the Dominion. Here's Deep, Deep Space Nine. Here's the Bajorans. And I was like... Oh shit, I learned so much. <clears throat> I highly recommend Spec Stage 2 Plus. Extremely street friendly and holds a lot of power. They make it for the TKO 600 as well. We'll see. I have a RXT. I have a Spec. And if those explode, I'll get another one in there. Two valves are the fastest cars on earth. All the TikTok knows this. Taking cash is awkward all around. The donation to a PayPal or something would be more appropriate. No awkward conversation, right? It looks like you're giving, it looks like I sold you drugs. You know what I mean? If you hand me cash and I hand you back nothing, that's suspicious. So I say, look, just Zelle, PayPal, whatever. It's weird just to have cash. I love cash, but handing me cash in the staging lanes is a little weird. I paid over $20,000 in community college and I've gotten more knowledge from you. So membership is a small contribution. The tuning ops can hide behind the screens. They would be in disguise if you had an in-person conference. Hardcore Trekkie stuff right there. Absolutely. In Grabber Blue, the 17 was a one-year production. Nice. Alex, would you ever buy a newer Camaro Corvette platform? Oh, okay. Great question. Two, tone 2 SS. Shit, where, how come the chat's not working? Oh, I have it off. I'm so stupid. Sorry, 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 sorry. So, after hearing that the 1LE variant of the, what is it, Alpha platform? What's the, see, the S550, that's the chassis. What's the, what's the, um... Camaro, aluminum, you know, the, the lighter, non-transformer, bumblebee shit. What's that called? After hearing everyone praise the handling of a, I know, I know you guys are going to go sacrilegious Camaro, a, what is it? What is the supercharged one? L, LT, oh, what is the supercharged one? The one LE variant of the supercharged one. The same one Alec Bledsoe goes eights in. I forget what it's called. ZL1 1LE. I get. Absolutely. I get. Thank you. I appreciate that, Midget. I, I had it off. EPA taking pictures to build the case against Alex. Alex stranging for some rare FTW purple. Me too, bro. 6 Gen Camaro 2016 up is the alpha platform. So, you guys are going to think I'm psycho, but if I'm not going to get rid of something to get that. But based on what everyone said, how good the alpha platform handles. A ZL1, 1LE, knowing that Alec Bledsoe has that combination dialed in, I would consider it to go road racing in. 
the reason being is the Viper is quickly losing. I am losing grasp. And I don't think I'm going to... I don't think I'm going to... Road race. $150,000 car. That's just nuts. But if I'm going to go road racing, I don't think I want to do it in an S550 because I think it's a better drag race platform. But again, I got to turn the camera because my screen thing is not helping. But I would get that. I know. Alex, you're gay. Alex, you're a homo. You said you'd never get one. I said I'd never get that Bumblebee piece of shit. But this, the one LE variant and go road racing with it. But the problem is this, right? Do they suffer from heat soak? Should I just get an SS with the one LE package? You know what I mean? Want to trade for the ZR1? No. What Trade what for the ZR1? Your 1LE? No, I'm good. Alex, there's a black CTS V3 at my gym. That bitch looked bad. Alpha platform. ZL1, 1LE. Everyone here, ZL1, 1LE. Now, does the ZL1, 1LE suffer from heat soak because it has the 1.9 liter TVS, right? Classy and choppity chop. Gotcha. Yeah, it would kind of look like a drug deal. It was curious, saw the butter earlier, roasted my best mind. In all honesty, the 350R is the best for road racing. The thing's a blast on the road course. Kilometers, the problem is this. How much is a 2019 to 2020 GT350? And does it, does it have the same oomph as the Alpha platform? Don't get me wrong. The GT350 is badass. I love it. But I've already, have, I've already had an S550. I've already had all this. I've already had all this. So I don't think I'm bringing you anything. I've told you guys that I need to broaden the platforms on this channel. I'm not going to get rid of cars to get a Camaro. I just will just get a Camaro because I can. I got a, a ZR1. I got a Cadillac. I got the GT5. I got three Fords and two Chevys. Why not get a third Chevy? Um, just get a Boss. No, 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 no. Look, I'm still going to get a Gen 1 Ruby Red and do my shit. I want to do it all. But if I'm going to go road racing, everyone praises the brakes and the handling of the ZL1, but I'm not a huge fan of the Camaro. I'm not going to road race my Corvette. That's crazy talk. I mean, that thing would just heat soak on the first lap. Get a chiller setup, ZL1. ZL1 has like 10 coolers. Nice. SS1LE would be great. They're getting harder to find. The SS1LE, got it. Yeah, they're probably going to be expensive. Um, Possibly. I had a chance to... Get a Z01 only back in 2020 for $57,000, has 25,000 miles. Ended up sticking with the BMW M2 Comp, better daily driver, just a 6th gen. Great show, bro. Thank you, Ryan Freeman. They suffer 100% from heat soak. My buddy has one every time we run it. It has to wait for it to cool off. That sucks. ZL1 is far superior to Mustang GT350 besides visibility. Is it a well-known tuner? Yes. Alec Bledsoe is not only well-known, he knows his shit. And I wouldn't go drag racing in a ZL1. It'd be a stick shift, and it would be road racing. Sixty thousand dollars for a nineteen to twenty three fifty. Let's look up a let's see cars.com because car gurus for some reason sucks. And we'll end it here. New and used all makes Chevrolet. You guys are gonna hate me if I get an LT ZL1 Chevrolet. That's gonna be like a thousand dollar car payment unless I put like thirty down. Camaro, no max price, distance all miles. Search and. Um, Let's look at the trim, uh, ZL1, Z, 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 ZL1, boop, and uh, da, 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 da. here we go. Oh my lord, they're expensive. 
Uh, ZL1, I need the 1LE though. There's 3LT, there's ZL1 regular. Is there one L? They're probably expensive. They're probably 70, yeah, $70,000. That's just the regular ZL1. Oh, that's 2023. What year did they come out? Shit, let's go uh, max price of $60,000. Let's see what happens if I do a max price of 60,000 bucks. Let's see, the highest price, 60,000 bucks, let's go. I, I want a used one, you know? Um, like, you know, two years old. Uh, apparently there's none. Okay, here we go. <laughs> 27, what year did they come out? Like, what's the year 18 and up or 17 and up? Oh, they got the old piece of shit. Well, okay, guys, give me the years of the newest uh, Camaro that doesn't doesn't look like Bumblebee piece of shit. There's too much ZL1 content out there already, in my opinion. Yeah, I get that. I'm not going to buy one tomorrow, guys. Relax. ZL1s went up in value because they aren't the main, they aren't making them anymore. I get that. Yeah, no. if it's like over $60,000, I'll get a three fifty. Hey, Alex, the chats aren't popping up for some reason. Just letting you know, hey, hit live on your shit. On a side note, fifty thousand worth for a sixteen three fifty, twelve thousand, fifty thousand. No, uh, yeah. The problem is the sixteen to eighteen engines have oil consumption issues, so I'm not sure. Uh, twenty seventeen to twenty twenty two. Thank you so much. So years, 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 years. All this year, so twenty seventeen to twenty twenty two. There's a lot of them, boy. And they look like they're they look like they're they're owned by mullet mullet ass motherfuckers. Uh, twenty twenty two. So they stop making. So they don't make them twenty twenty three, huh? Come on, computer's super slow. It's because I'm streaming. Twenty twenty newest newest. There you go. Okay, ZL one one LE fifty six thousand dollars with thirty thousand miles. Um, exterior fourteen to twenty miles a gallon LED. No, it's not one. It's not a one LE. This is just a regular, okay. How do I know it's a 1LE? The, the arrow package? No, it's a regular ZL1. It's like the one Ian Martha had. Gay. <laughs> the 1LE looks expensive. Can anyone send me a link? Okay, after the show, guys, do this. Get me links to ZL1 1LEs for sale. Send them to YDBT for life at gmail.com and I'll look at them. I'm not saying I'm going to buy them right away. Guys, I still want to do Gen 1 stuff. I still want, I still got to finish the GD. I got a lot of stuff, but I have to plan out the show years in advance. Look, I already have a Gen 2 Mustang lined up and this is going to be the next big project. The next big project is going to be this. Gen 2 Mustang, boom. $50,000 all in to go eights. I told Alec Bledsoe, including the price of the car you can go 8.99 with an s550 and he goes you cannot do that with a uh, a camaro and i go exactly because you got to get into the motor so i already got my eyes on a gen 2 black stock pretty stock so what would be the plan get it for the best value you can aldo kit 1300s, I already have the fuel system, axles, drive shaft, converter and drag pack, keep the budget under $50,000 and run 890s once. I am not giving up on the notch. What is wrong with people? The notch is fine. The notch is fine. I am not giving up on the notch. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Um, watch your Facebook handle. Fuck that. Don't, don't hit me up on Facebook. 
please, please, please do not hit me up on Facebook. All right, guys, I'm out of here. I'm going to stay late here, edit some video for the members only. So if you're a member, give me about an hour. You'll have a video up on your feed, giving you an update on the GT500, doing some pedal stuff. Hopefully you guys will enjoy that video. And then I will incorporate those scenes into the next big GT500 update, which should air Saturday or Sunday. I'm going to try also to get in front of the camera right here. Again, this is the camera. I'm going to try to get in front of this camera right here and edit some Gen 3 boosted content that I've been making. So I have to finish that video, which means I have another 20 or 30 minutes of video to take, edit, incorporate, and put some um, graphics on. And then I can try to get you that before the end of the week. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Um, I will... Or more than likely uh, get that video up tonight and then be on the lookout for me on Sunday. So be on the lookout for GT500 content for the members and the regular guys. And also be on the lookout for the 10 or 80 boosted videos. Hopefully, I'm going to try to get it done by Friday, but no promises. All right, guys, I'm out of here. See you guys later. Bye.